When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How's it going, guys? Fantastic. Fantastic. Nice. Uh, I uh, Did you just say you were at Schuler Shoes the other day? No, I, I, were you listening to me? Wait yeah. a minute. We discussed this yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it was just um, yesterday. It was just yesterday. That's what I thought. And we got two pairs of shoes, and I got these new socks called Features. I bet... I bought a pair today too. Did you I really? found myself They're... at Schuler's after oh, you, after... Doctor Podiatrist Julia, uh, diagnosed <laughs> me with flan- plantar fasciitis, which apparently is a side effect if you've gotten your foot broken. And according to Karen Pickering, stand-up comic, shoe Love sales it. person by day, the number one foot ailment of people. Of, you've never had it before, so you've been I've telling us it. for two years yes. that you have hot foot. I have a hot foot. I diagnosed, <laughs> I diagnosed I, myself with a fancy disease that I named, not a disease, foot. I just had a hot foot. And I'm like, what is a hot foot? And oh. I just thought you were sweaty because your feet have always notoriously been sweaty and stinky. Me we too. know that. My so. too, me too. All so right, you're not so alone. she has sweaty, so I just thought, oh, this foot gets extra hot. Yes. So then yesterday, in the middle of random thoughts, <laughs> you throw your foot up on our counter and are pushing your toe back, and I see this red, overly red area, like, ouchie, ouchie. And I'm like, Lori, I think you have plantar fasciitis. <laughs> Dr. Julia. Yes. I know. Well, I, this foot stuff is, oh, yeah. you don't even have to have your toes break, broken. People get them. Yep. If I you're get Achilles, that, but the number your one, calf. The yep. number one way you get it is if you've had a fracture to your foot. Yeah. It'll happen okay. in the ball or the or, or the, the heel. heel. Okay. Yeah. Of your foot. So I have a dream last night. I got to go to Schuler's. Not only do I have a dream, but when I wake up at the four in the morning to pee, I write down on my little to-do list for today, go to Schuler's. Yes. Because I'm like, I need a shoe in Las Vegas, a tennis shoe, because my old Larry David Echoes are like four or five years old. There's nothing left. And Karen knew the kind, she said, you need a stiff sole. And I said, that's what I always say. <laughs> and that's what I have. Yeah. <laughs> and Karen, you know, is a comedian. And oh, she yeah. sold me lots of shoes. Yes. She's doing, she does day drinking with moms. They'll do be doing a Mother's Day show at House of Comedy at the Mall of America. And I said, are you going to go see Jay, Jay Moore? Well, After so, she helped me, we found right. the shoe. And she said, no, you can't so have a bendy. You can't have a bendy shoe, she says, with plantar fasciitis. You have to stay in like Birken, Hard. Birkenstocks. What other Dansko, ones? These are Viverino or something no, like that. No, they're this. Bionic. Bionic. But a hard, hard sole with a good arch. Yes. Okay. Support. So I'll, I just was like. So you can I'm, barely walk today. 
Well, I have a yes. It was, and I limped in there with rubber flip flops on. No bueno. Oh, you can never wear. It. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. Anyway, I said, "Are you going to go see Jay Moore?" You know, he's at the House of Comedy. I totally last want to night, see him tonight. Yes, and tomorrow, tomorrow night. And she said, "Oh yeah, I'm probably going to go." I go, "Do you think he's going to joke about being engaged to Jeannie Bus?" She's like, "Well, I hope so." And who's Jeannie Bus for the rest of us? Because. We thought she was one woman at 1 o'clock today, and by yeah. 2.30, 30, she was a completely different person. Yeah. yeah. Former head uh, of I the got Lakers. Two, right. I got two sports ownership stories mixed up, but Jeannie Buss is the daughter of the guy who owns the Los Angeles Lakers. There yes. was just a Jerry Buss. There was just Jerry, an HBO yes. winning time documentary sure. uh, on the show, but Jeannie is the controlling owner and yep. president of I the LA Lakers. Powerful woman. Okay, is this She's who Jay Moore? She's worth $500 million. Is LA Lake, is this who Jay Moore? Is engaged to. Good for you, Jay. Good Jay. They've been engaged since last September, and she said, took a picture with him. Happiness, love, joy. That's what you've given me on my birthday and every day in between. This picture taken at our friend's wedding in June tells the story, our story. I guess I really can have it all. I love you, Jay Moore. She posted that on her 60th birthday. She's making him sign a huge prenup. I would, based on this right here alone. You said she's worth five hundred million. Well, the Lakers, the value of the Los Angeles Lakers, six point four billion dollars. So she's the owner. She's She's the controlling owner owner and the president. I guess she might have some other siblings. She's a hot shot. I I remember seeing stuff about her on HBO stuff. Yes, and she was married to a volleyball player named Steve Timmons, and she was engaged once to former Lakers coach. Phil Jackson. Yes, that was a How dicey old is she? 61. Is she pretty? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's blonde. a pretty blonde. Yeah. And he used to be married to Nikki Cox and yes. then Nicole Chamberlain. And um, there's a Hulu docuseries that she produced, Legacy, the True Story of the L.A. Lakers. She's the owner of an all-female wrestling league. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I don't know if Jay will be like Joe, uh, but I hope he makes jokes. It'd be kind of kind of fun about it. He, she wasn't a fan of winning time, necessarily. The buses weren't at all because it kind of painted her father in a pretty in a bit. bad And bad that life. was a, the documentary. Now, the Lakers are playing the Clippers. Um, second game is tonight, right? And the Kraken are playing mm-hmm. Cal- um, mm-hmm. the Dallas or the Dallas Stars again tonight. Okay. Go oh, Kraken. But well, yeah. Lori, I'm sure you're going to be watching all of it. Julia, all I'm leaving it. on a jet plane. We're well aware. Lori. I'm leaving on a jet plane. From G18. Not happy about that. Okay, so, so. With my foot and everything, I'm going to have to, I mean, uh, am I going to have to get a cart? Go to MSPAirport.com and find out how you Jeez. can schedule that. Get that, yeah, get the golf cart, man. That's get the, the golf best. cart. I got the running sidewalk, but Casey almost fell over when he saw that I'm doing a carry. He goes, you're doing a carry-on bag to Vegas. I got to sit down because we're notorious. Julie and I can go to Vegas for two days, Grant, and we will have an enormous suitcase because we want so many options. <laughs> Absolutely. But I, but I wear the same things wherever I go all the time. And when I went to Seattle last couple of weeks ago, I packed it all in my to old to me. And I was going to carry it on, but it was too heavy for me to lift oh, up into the oh, overhead oh, bin. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought if Jeff was coming, he would lift it, but I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just too heavy. I can pick mine up. So well, then you are, you're going in the overhead bin, and apparently you don't need to bring a lot of shoes. Well, I have three. I have. To, I'm going with three. I can't go with less than three total. Do you think you're going to be able to switch? 
with the current state I got of your foot? So and Birkenstocks. Oh, I got yeah. all, you know, hard, hard shoes. And Birkenstocks are the form fitting. That's good for your if you have that going on, that's good for you. But it. anyway, more than anything, I was so happy USA Today had a story with the B fifty twos because they're Mini residency, they're done after September, I think, and they're playing at the Venetian. Are you going to go? Uh, yes, yeah, Saturday night. Oh, I didn't know you were going. Yes. Did this just happen? No, no, this is the birthday celebration. Oh, I know. I didn't know the B-52s were involved. Yes. Oh, oh, my God. You know, Love Shack, Planet Claire, and I just had this flashback, you guys, of um, one time uh, doing... You know, things of a psychedelic nature and being on a coffee table <laughs> pretending I was surfing. <laughs> to that whole album. Oh, and you know the last line in Love Shack? Yeah. Tin. Roof. Roof. Rusted. rusted. And I, or wasted. Is it rusted. wasted? It's it is rusted. rusted. It's rusted. Okay, we could never figure out the line, and I was with a bunch of gals, my old Hawaii buddies, and actually on the San Juan Islands. Oh, my God. And we stayed at this old hotel, and we took our car up there, and we stayed at this old Teddy Roosevelt Hotel on... I don't know which one. And you played this album all night yes. and day, and we'd wait when we'd be like tin rough, rusted. Ah, what is it? Yeah. What is it? Anyway, oh, you're gonna have fun. I'm kind of excited, and the band I guess it's getting good reviews, and you know they they're once fun. they put on the wigs and everything, they're great. I saw them in like 1982 or three at the Mace uh, Amphitheater in, yeah. in Arizona at Arizona State. I like how There's, you say amphitheater, amphitheater. You know, you know yeah. it was. All right, we got to take a quick break when we come back. Okay. The rumors, what we know, what we don't know. And do we like this? <laughs> right. We'll be right back. All right, everybody. We um, were just talking about going to our great airport. I know. Um, Terminal 1 uh, parking is 69% full and 43% full at Terminal 2. So I am, uh, you know, we are glad to encourage you to pre-book your parking. When it just I- saves... A lot of hassle and headache. And money. And money, that's and right. And it's such a great thing. So a lot of people are taking advantage of that. But we got to talk about when you get to the airport, how the, all the great restaurants and all the great things that you can do inside our airport, which is so much fun. You know, we even have a PGA um, golf I know. simulator there. If people are there in the afternoon, that's I mean, right. it's kind of like, why not go early and experience some things? Because you already know the stress is gone yeah, getting through too. TSA. It's so fun to be there at our airport. People love it. All the great shopping, all the great that's food. Right. Eat, shop, and relax. There's over 100 places to choose from. Get to the airport early. Enjoy yourself before you go. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Well, the entertainment shows uh, really were... Led with Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner, Kevin Costner. Oh, the, gosh, the, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's been a very eventful week for the usually private Kevin Costner. On Tuesday, uh, his rep confirmed that Christine Costner filed for divorce after more than 18 years of marriage. One day later, it was reported but unconfirmed his reign as <clears throat> John Dutton would be over when they filmed the fifth season. By Wednesday, you know, because of the way his tersely worded statement about why they broke up, which I'll just remind you, it is with great sadness that circumstances beyond his control have transpired, which have resulted in Mr. Costner having to participate in this dissolution. He has to get divorced. He's being forced to. He's being forced to because all these circumstances beyond. So anyway, here's... What we know, because then yesterday was 
She, the wildest rumors on both sides of the spectrum, she was cheating on him with Taylor Sheridan. I don't know when he would have had time to go to Carpinteria and, or that he had impregnated somebody who worked on the set of Yellowstone. Right. It was wild. So the couple separated a month ago. She listed April 11th as their date. Um, but that's just one month after they were at the Vanity Fair party. Okay. Okay, and I mean, really, it's it was so it was not a long time ago. No, no, he didn't want to get divorced as as he basically lets us know in his statement. Another source says, um, tells people, and I guess it's Kevin Costner team. This wasn't anything that he wanted or sought, and if he could change the situation, he would. And he's willing to take her back. That just struck me. So specific. It is. It's so very specific. Spe- yes. And um, so did cheating act, you know, have something to do with it? And social media is convinced that the infidelity is in the part of Kevin because of his past, his history. And, um, you know, then the wild rumor that, that um, he had impregnated someone on the set. Or his rep said any suggestion of infidelity in the part of Mr. Costner is absolutely not true, which means it is absolutely true. Um, well, because, you know, of how it's so similar to how his first wife imploded. 16 years of marriage, the kids about the same age. He says in the first marriage about breaking up that events conspired that led them to the path of divorce. I, I mean, know. again, oddly worded. And he was um, having something with the hula lady from the Manalani at the six-month filming shoot of Waterworld. And he's been filming in St. George's, Utah, since like the end of February for his Western movie project right. called Horizons. Horizons. Lori, it is. It's happening. Yeah. So I think anyway, but lots of weird wording about it. Um, and then, you know, I guess Matthew McConaughey, when he accidentally confirmed that the Yellowstone spinoff is happening, he did that on Dax Shepard's show. And so, but the big thing, at least between Taylor and Kevin, is the timing. He's got something in his claws, uh, basically that he was able to launch an entire huge movie while technically still mid-production on Yellowstone. That means he has a very generous contract, and it Uh, all rests on his... It's very loose that he'd be able to do that. Sorry. Anyway. Well, we've heard nothing new from either parties. No, it's been... But she got the last word because apparently he was surprised. Okay, and then the other rumor was that the uh, his wife was having an affair with Taylor Sheridan, the creator of Yellowstone. So you you know what we know. Yeah. The, and That's there's it. no truth to that. But no. I, no. Right. Is part of the prenup all the... Pre- all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Properties are in his name. Well, he paid $60 million to his first wife. 80. Eight, oh, excuse me, 80 million. So he went into oh. this with a hard, a clad. Good. Uh, prenup, so <laughs> good for him. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm all for the prenups. Anyway, that his statement is so terse; it does make me think he did cross the line, and she. It's, it sounds very mm-hmm. bad. Yeah, like a yeah. yeah. All right, moving on. Okay, moving the, on. The other to thing, the Taylor Swift news. Come on. Okay, so people are horrified, and um, well, it's a, a romance is divided. So this is from the Sun. So we have to take it. With a grain of salt, because it is from the sun, but it's been picked up and run everywhere. And that that is that Taylor Swift's new guy is Matt Healy, the lead singer of 1975. If you remember last Friday, we played the Elcott where Taylor Swift sings on a 1975 song. They're a British band. Okay. she's They go back 10 years. Right. They've known each other. Do you think he's cute? Um... Did they fall in love over a recording board? Well, I mean, maybe the Alcott or whatever, but the fa- the Swifties are clutching their yes, whatever Taylor Swift people, their red crayons, their red pens. I don't know what they clutch, but um, they don't <laughs> like this for her. They don't like him because he's a controversial. He's got a reputation of being mean oh dear. and rude to fans and open-mouth kissing fans that he finds attractive while During in concert. concert. Oh, get over, get over here. My security guard picked you up. Like, she's seen someone with a very controversial reputation. It doesn't seem like her. So she must be either blinded or see something. Maybe it's just made up by the sun, but people are running away from it. Here's where we'll know. She starts a three-night stand in Nashville. Okay. I think tonight, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. And this is where it all started for Taylor, Nashville. Mm Mm-hmm. And she she does special things in each city. This will be the hardest one for Swift fans not to peek at what happened uh-huh. because he could join her if he joins her on stage. Then we'll know. Oh, she wouldn't have that happen. Too she soon. would not have that happen. She's not that girl. Uh, but she, she she sung with him at one of his shows, like Ooh. in February. Oh, got up on stage. She's where was his, it? Where was it? Like, I don't know, wherever the 1975 so was. she literally got up with him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, dear. Taylor. So, so stay tuned for Nashville news. That will tell you. But he at one point said he could never date her, that it would be an emasculating thing to date Taylor Swift. Because so, he would be Mr. Swift. Oh, come on. Get over yourself. I'm just but saying I, that the fans are not happy about it. I agree. This, I agree. Happened, I agree. this happened to Mr. Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's she's an amazing woman. I can see why he would feel that way, but you shouldn't. You know? now, this is true. Now you know what I do and don't know and what Julia does and doesn't know. There we go. Brad's just trying to follow the bouncing ball and hopefully everybody else <laughs> that's is. It, that's it. Hey, gang, it's Lori and Julia here for Learning RX, where please, if you are thinking about Learning RX or learning more about the program, um, call them now. Summer slots, you know, good time slots tend to fill up earlier. 
The number is 952-949-6900. And there was a letter to the editor today in the Pioneer Press about the science of reading. And because we'd heard that our reading scores are so much lower than they used to be. Yes. And how teachers don't know how to teach the new reading. Some of them, and they're trying to, you know, whatever. Right. But reading is a specialty. And people got behind. Yeah, people did. And there was just so much pressure on everybody. So if your child is behind, the science of reading is the practice they practice at Learning Rx. And um, they know what they're doing. They've got 30 years of research. And people come out of Learning Rx probably for about reading four levels above where they ever were when they went in. Amazing. 952-949-6900. Happy sunny Thursday. Um, We are loving the sun today, and we love our next guest, Kim Dower, who we work with. And Kim, I think one of your books just won a Minnesota Book Club Award, The Barons. Yes. How about that? I'm so excited. That's wonderful. I know. How about that? And then, you know, you you... It's so exciting. We're going to be chatting with them later today. And Kim has just become a good friend of ours. And you were on last year for this beautiful book of poems you wrote. And you um, are a former poet laureate for West Hollywood. You have written four books, award-winning books on poetry. And this one is just so lovely. And we wanted to have you on before Mother's Day so people have a chance if they want to get this beautiful book of Mm -hmm. poems. And the book is called I Wore This Dress Today for You, Mom. Poems on Motherhood by the lovely Kim Dower. Hi, you. Oh, hey, how's it going? It's going good. And now you're out on a book tour right now, right? I am. I'm in um, beautiful New York City. I, Mm. I started in Boston. I mean, I'll tell you something. I've had a lot of rain, you know. Shoot. Is coming with me, and uh, I live in Los Angeles. It was it's been raining there, so I guess it's just. But you're having a beautiful sunny day. You Finally, said, so. we we're getting three in a row, and then it's going to hell in a handbag. But we're enjoying it today. Good. Well, enjoy it. Well, I just walked through Central Park in the rain, which um, was beautiful. So no oh, complaints. No right. Well, tell us. You know, I gotta ask you okay, about. Okay, because we I love, love your poem. Book. Yeah, the, your poem. You're you're so good, but um, your poem, Dubonnet. Um, I remember oh. being very. My I had a grandma that liked Dubonnet on the rocks, and I just thought it was incredibly glamorous. Even though I had no idea what Dubonnet was, I loved saying it. I loved. She too oh. watched Mike Douglas and all the afternoon talk shows and. You know, I don't know, like your poems really, they really strike when you read them. They will remind you of a mom, an aunt, a grandma. I mean, that's your really, I think, your specialty with writing poems. They make you feel. Oh, well, thank you. Is this Lori? Yes, this is Lori. Yeah. Hey, Lori. Um, Well, you know, the poems really are each one like a little story. Yes. uh, Because my poems are very narrative. So you can follow them. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't, they're not confusing. They put you (laughs) right in the place where I want you to be. And you're describing exactly what my hope for the poems are, which is I write about my experiences or my childhood 
but in them you see your own. Yes. And um, that makes me so happy. And I love it that you that your grandma had Dubonnet. Yes. <laughs> I, I remember as a waitress serving at, at a fancy restaurant in the early 80s in Scottsdale. And as it was an aperitif. And all yes. the older yes. people would come in and they'd order their Dubonnet on the rocks. And it's just so funny. I think my grandma always said it's a, she just said it's a light cocktail and she seemed to intimidate that it wasn't like horse like whiskey or something she was not a fan of whiskey yeah right you know it's so funny because the result was the same for them right you know they think whiskey's wrong but you know do you think they drank juvenile to quench their thirst right, no right. So, you know it's adorable but this poem is uh, is about, you know, it's a poem that would be very uh, politically incorrect today, or I don't know, but, um, you know, she would give me sips of it when I was like seven years old. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, they'd probably arrest my poor grandmother yeah. now, but, um, you know, pe- no one was so worried about things back then. Maybe mm-hmm. it wasn't so good, but, yeah. you know, she would have her little juvenile and she she would give me a little sip. And it's just, as you just said before, it was very um, sort of glamorous, mm-hmm. you know, to share a cocktail with oh. your grandmother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, who tight. smelled but, like, um, not Jean Nate, but um, Emma Road, if you remember that. Emerald. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, it was a drugstore. Exactly. So, <laughs> well, so there's a lot of poems in the book that are about my childhood because yes. I write a lot about my mother, my grandmother, and then I write about my son. And uh, so people can definitely relate to these poems. So I think there's a poem in here for, for just about everyone, really. Do you have a favorite um, that, you like to, that you'd like to share that with you us read, today, Like Kim? when you're going on your book tour? Well, I read, you know, I read uh, a lot of them because I have these like 20 to 30 minute sets, okay. which is really nice. I mean, I can read the Dubonnet poem since we've talked about yes. it. So this is called, we just already figured that out, Dubonnet. <laughs> mm-hmm. My grandmother would sip a juice glass of Dubonnet, dark, purplish, red, color of her identical twin sister's lips the one who stayed behind in Russia. Every night as she prepared the roast, Mike Douglas blasting on the television, my grandfather snoring, the apartment a swirl of garlic, chicken fat, boiled secrets, longing flooding the rooms like sunlight. Once she offered me a taste. Some people like it with a twist of lemon, but I like it plain. I was seven. My tongue burned through the sweetness. I floated into the next room without moving. I would dress up in her black cloth cape, sequined ladybug pin, clump around in her tiny <laughs> pumps. She was the size of Thumbelina. I remember the warm baths, flashes of Jeanette, the pink Chanel bathrobe, photo of them as girls hanging in the dark hallway. My grandmother told me her name just once, Anya, this identical her living on the other side of the world, another Nana saying goodnight to another me. 
so good. That is so lovely. And poignant. Yes. And relatable. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, like everything you say, Kim. Did you always want to write poetry or how did your how did your poetry journey start? Oh Julia, you know it it you know, it started when I was a little girl, really, because I always would write little poems and I'd write them on my blackboard. You know, I'd go into my room. I had an older brother who, um, you know, was doing his thing and whatever. And I would close the door and write little poems and write little notes. But uh, I didn't know what I was doing. You know what I mean? I I didn't think I was writing poetry. But then when I went to college, I was very, very lucky. Uh, I went to school in Boston and I had... Um, incredible bunch of poetry teachers and creative writing teachers and the world opened up to me and I knew then at 17 and 18 that what I was doing now would sort of fortify me for my life that I'd never be alone I would never um, I would never worry about who I was in a way because I, I had poetry that's so lovely mm-hmm. Really, if you're just joining us, I wore this dress today for you, Mom. And we're talking to the lovely author, Kim Dower. And it's a small, hard book, um, hardcover book with the, it's part pink, part blue. It would be such a lovely gift for Mother's Day. And, you know, just sometimes poetry is really hard to get for me, you know. Sometimes I'm just like, so yeah. it's it's been difficult. But I... When we read, you know, all of your poems, they're so relatable. And well, you, because of the, the what subject you write matter. about, the subject yeah. matter. And we all have a mom, you know, or had a mom. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it changes you forever. So your poems are both comforting for those of us who still have our moms and those who don't. And, yeah, I really enjoy walking in your um, poet mind. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, anytime. Come into my poet mind anytime. Yes. Um, and all you have to do is flip open a book. You know, I, I, one thing that's really interesting, and some of your listeners may relate to this, I actually feel like I got closer to my mother and understood her better after she passed. And I started writing a lot of these poems. Um, you know, uh, they say that poetry helps you sort out confused feelings. Mm -hmm. It helps you understand what you didn't understand before through, through the writing. And a a lot of these poems are very dear about my mother. And I kind of started feeling about her more tenderly uh, when I understood her better. And I understood her through writing these poems. Yeah. It comes across. It really does. I know it. Um, we can get your book at all bookstores and then our local uh, bookstores and then online as well. Absolutely. I hope the book is in all the independent stores, which I love. Of course, it's on Amazon, but the indie stores should have it. Uh, and yeah, it's, um, I, it's fun for, for moms and for daughters yes. even to read together. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking I would love to sit down with this book and read some of the poems with my mom yeah. because it's just so moving and make her, and, make her and then mm. it generates storytelling and, and memories. I just think it's so lovely. We love this book. I wore this dress today for you, mom, um, by Kim Dower, D O 
W-E-R. We hope you sell a ton of books, and what a great Mother's Day gift. And people have time now, because Mother's Day is yeah. a week from Sunday. And so great to talk to you, Kim. Oh, well, you, both of you, thank you so much for your support. And poetry is a hard thing to talk about for a lot of people, and you really nail it. And I feel like you understand this book, and I, I appreciate you both so much. Oh, Kim, we love you. All right, <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Good luck on the rest of your tour, okay? <laughs> Okay. Okay. Thank thanks. You so much. Thanks so much, Kim. All right. All right. We have a couple Bye. books. Bye. Thank you. We have a couple books. If you give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. This is a special book. And we, I mean, I really didn't, I mean, I did haiku, you know, uh-huh. like how you're, I mean, I learned that, but Auntie Marlene and her oh, love yeah. of Mary Olive. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yes. Where I really like appreciated poetry. poetry again, and Because we would listen to Mary Oliver read her poems out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, she loved that. Yeah. And she, had, she is also a very good poet because she writes all about nature and right. birds yes, and yes. season you know really easy to right and this is moms grandmothers children yeah it's so wonderful. and we just love it so and it's just such a great book all right we're going to take a quick break and when we come back oh dear oh dear what's on the tuberuski we'll be right back hey gang it's Lori and Julia here for Hammer Next Flooring Superstores and Flooring Solutions with stores on the west side of town and the east side of town open seven days a week. And, you know, we're just talking about kind of family and moms. And we love that the Nadies family has been in business with Hammer Next for a long time. 78 and, years. Yep, but they've built their reputation, you know, on great service, great pricing and, and great people. And that's the kind of store that you want to do business with. There is some special sales. There are some special sales going on right now. If you go to hammernix.com, but always um, when you go into Hammernix, you'll be treated so well. They have so much selection and always offer a 12% upfront discount on all in stock flooring and promise us you'll check out the new carpeting because it's, it's miracle carpeting. You're going to love it. Tell them Lori and Julia sent you. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we just feel warm and yummy after talking to Kim about um, her wonderful book of poems, I Wore This Dress Today for You, Mom. Congratulations to Charlene, who is a very a first-time winner, and I hope maybe you're a new listener, too. Hello, Charlene. And Sarah, congratulations to you, too. I hope you guys enjoy the book as much as we did and do, and again, a great Mother's Day idea, because sometimes you just don't know what to do. Um... Lori's ringing the bell. Oh, no. I was just going to give you um, Kyle Richards' housewife tagline whenever you're ready. All right. Well, first, I just said, mm-hmm. okay. We got to do the giveaway? Oh, all right. You guys are not following me. I'm I am leading right now. Lori's decided to jump onto something else. Grant wants to speed forward. I'm sick of you two. That's right. You lead. You drive. No, I just wanted to tell you we are, Grant. Oh, for God's sakes. I'm going to do it in a minute. Love you. Go on. I'm, I'm going to do it in a minute. I'm sorry. So last night I go over to my mom's mm-hmm. and, you know, there's 
little little things with the iPad and the iPhone. Oh, yeah, I, it's technology it's, You are the geek squad for your mom. <laughs> Julia is her mom's geek so squad. So we need because, like a new sounder. Because she does this thing with her she's She le- sweeps. But she was so cute. So first, it was such a nice day. She said, let's go on a walk. Mm-hmm. So, it was nice how it lasted. So time. I said, okay. And my mom suggested, because she knows I've been on my cleanup walks, and she suggested walking on the busier streets. And so we, with her cane, got so much trash out of these bushes that were up high. And it was so funny. And she was so excited because her cane gave us this extra little hook. Extra reach. And then we come to this. One of those pickers. It was like when my friend offered me to lend me her picker. And I said, Mm -hmm. no, I can bend over. But now I'm getting ready for a picker. But my mom's cane is helping us get these things. And we're laughing so hard. And then we come across literally a front bumper. And I, because I had three bags with me. And I'm like, mom. We can't take We can't do that. And, and it, I mean, it's huge just yeah. sitting there. Like, what? Well, there must have been an accident. They I forgot it. <laughs> they just left there, they and we just it. laughed so hard. But we went 1.35 miles. Mom, you know, it was just such a lovely night, and it was just. Well, how would you know you so were looking much... down at the ground the no, whole time? No, we were done. <laughs> okay. We got past the messy mess stuff, yeah. and then we walked on beautiful streets when okay. we were done. But we just did it, and my mom was just so funny. The I, trees are budding. They're beautiful. They're budding. My magnolia tree's in full bloom. We went by the most beautiful magnolia tree on Edgecombe Avenue. Mm-hmm. It was so pretty. Yeah, and she goes, so pretty. And the, the owner of the house was out, and she's like, yeah, it looks good for a week. It does. It just <laughs> looks But it, then it has real pretty leaf. It's a good, it's a good leaf tree. It, it's a very nice it has foliage. Some good but yeah, but it's... Once, you know, a good wind comes and they just, all those pretty blossoms just blow away. It was so pretty. It was mm-hmm. a pretty night. And we, if you, we've got another giveaway. Uh, a pair of tickets to Roy Wood Jr. performing at the Fillmore Minneapolis on Saturday, November 11th. Tickets yeah. go on sale this Friday. He's hysterical. Mm-hmm. This is a big deal. You'll be a lucky winner. Call yeah. us, number 7 651 all right, now what? one more pair tomorrow. Yes. yes. Giveaway. Okay, so what is the Kyle um, Richards? Oh, wait. Here it is. <laughs> Her new told, tagline. I think we told people to call us. Yeah, yeah okay. you did. You gave the number. Uh, We're good. Based on the photo that we saw of the cast today. Of, of the Real Housewives of Beverly, Beverly Hills. They're filming somewhere, and Kyle's tagline is going to be, in this town, the best cocktail is Ozempic. <laughs> Her ribs are showing in a cut-out bias dress. I mean, you can see six bones. It's... On her side. Well, first of all, she's wearing such a silly outfit for... I'm sorry. That looks like something. It's just so ugly. And it but is. she, her bones are showing, and she wants us to know how thin she is. Well, she's Ozempic is the new mayor of L.A. Ozempic is everywhere, Lori. <laughs> it, it wiped Jenny Craig out of business, I and mean, they, she looks emaciated. Yeah. I mean, what in the ribs is going on there? I'd like to see my ribs. I don't know. I, mean, I, I would like to visit mine for a day or two. Oh. I know they're there. And then she's. Kind of sucking it in, too, yeah, and her ribs are popping Well, out. it's good news that they're filming it. Yeah, they're filming. Because we've known that. We've, we've known, known that. Filming. And Garcella's still there. And Dur- Sutton was there. And Dorit with her tragic brown hair. She just that- fades into the background. You think you don't like that hair? Not at all. She is a blonde. She just looks blah. She just looks like, 
somebody on Vanderpump Rules. She does? Yeah. Okay, you're so funny. Well, people like Vanderpump Rules. I'm just saying she looks nondescript. She just looks like a pretty brunette that could be a server at, so you know. funny. I wonder what people Vanderpump say. Rules. Yeah. I'm just saying. That's what she looks like. It just mm-hmm. looks blah. She's bombshell and blonde. She's she just I would, mediocre. I would admit that she is blonde shell bomb. Yeah, yeah. Now she's just like, what are you trying to be Chloe with this caramely brown? Chloe. 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 Let, we now know her son with Tristan Thompson. They named him Tatum Robert. Tatum. I like that name. The only Tatum I know is Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill. And then we haven't seen her. Tatum for- and True. I don't know. Tatum. Is that... Is that a good name? Well, it's for a boy. Well, Tate. It's Tate. Well, that's not what you, she named him. Well, but his Tate is Tate. Tatum is Tatum. Tatum Robert. Oh, after I yeah. love that you point that out. Tate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, wise woman over there. So Tatum and True. You see, they want to have the names all the T's. Yeah, the but, but Kylie went off brand. Well, she's got Stormy and Air, so those well, are... Well, this is the first <laughs> child in the family of the younger, of the recent children that isn't named after a weather event or direction. Yeah. Because we had Storm, we have Air, we had Rain, we have, we have North, yeah. we have West, we have Chicago, Yeah, we have Psalm. Yeah, Saint. And Saint. Oh. I mean, there was, oh. they were all named after things, so this is a real name. Lori. Okay, Lori. Tatum. Tatum. Tatum, I guess it's like can be anybody. It can be anybody. (laughs) And now we know our second Tatum. Good for us. We're off off to two Tatums. And if people want to get like some warm fuzzies, um, some nurses, and I know with the parents' approval, I think in Nashville, in a NICU unit, which is where the preemie babies are. One of my kids was there for a while, and they put... They dressed up the babies in Taylor Swift looks. Oh, you're kidding. It's on. We put it on the Lori and Julia show page. Oh, I it's look at so this. cute. So, They're really excited. I mean, they know that they are going to get a very special Taylor Swift yes. concert because this is where she, it all started right. for her. But Graham posted it, and it's really cute pictures of mm-hmm. these cute little babies. So that's posted. T-Swifties, mm-hmm. they start them out very, very young. <laughs> Grant, did the tickets go? They did, and our winner Jody was very, very excited and happy to go. Oh, so you guys. she's another first-time winner. Another, we've had two first-time winners wow. today. So yeah, very cool. That's so oh fun. My God, these little babies aren't they cute? <laughs> Isn't so that, you got it. They are dressed in little Taylor Swift, and they all look like they have raggedy Ann hair, yes, like a mop dyed blonde. Isn't that cute? Yeah, very, very. Cute. Oh, I thought that was fun. All right, stay with us. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. This is the Lori and Julia show.